dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Sauce. We are here to do our Cheeky Punch show where we do our bets. And we're here after the first game of Footy Sauce. Just sat down and watched it. Couldn't record beforehand because the 7.25 start. But we're recording now. Richmond have just beaten Carlton by 25 points. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome to 2021. And round one is already in the books. And Pez... What a cracking of a round one. Uh, we had the debate the other night about whether Carlton versus Richmond should have hold that prime time time slot. And yes, it did break out to about 30 points, but geez, it was good for three quarters of the game. Uh, like I predicted, Carlton yeah. come out hot, the middle they go, and then last quarter they get belted away. Well, that's the thing. And um, so for the listeners today as well, Source, if they were expecting our bet slip yesterday... It didn't happen because we've got our new oh, no chance. new segment. <laughs> da, 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 we're going. We've actually got more information now, so we, we put our bets on and things. Um, at Behind the Bound Source, we put our bets for the Richmond and Carlton game before the game. So you can ha- have a look at that. Check that. Follow along at Behind the Bound on Twitter, exclusive to Twitter for all you Instagram and Facebook followers. Uh, and we, we both had a win to start off. So that's that's a really positive start for the In the positive already? I just might not bet for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> In the positive, that's what we like to see. Uh, nothing uh, nothing unusual for both of us, Pez, for the last four years, every year as a collective. Uh, and me personally has actually ended up in the green all four years. Pez, you uh, missed out that very first year, but you've been in the green ever never, since. Never missed out, mate. <laughs> yeah, always, missed that first year. That al- first year. Always up. And remember that one that was up... Uh, very good with that massive multi where I just skyrocketed it yeah, when it paid pay, out in October. <laughs> of course it paid out. We always have that argument, but that's all right. Uh, we, well, what are we here for? Our, our show is actually going to change a little bit, Source, because we're going to do our normal show, which is end-to-end, where we do the line picking and we talk about the game. So if you want to hear more of an analysis, go and listen to that show. This will be purely betting. Okay, so our betting podcast. Uh, let's get into our bet slip. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and um, we were getting, getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxi. Do you want do you want some as well? And I, I said... Oh, I've missed that, Pez. First one of 2021 in the books. And uh, like we always do, let's start off things with the betting specials. Sinon takes a special and goes bang. Now, Sauce, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough of the specials. <laughs> it's round one, mate. It's round one. We're done. I've had enough of the specials. Too mate, many. can I just say, like, you, you pulled this on me before. You do nothing in this podcast. I do all the all the technical aspects. I do all the, the media aspects. You, all you have to do is one job, is collect the specials for the week. Yeah, and you're like, I've had, enough. The, I've had enough. I'm the social media manager. I, I do all the bets. Right, next time we need an intro, you can make it then. <laughs> no, not the intro. You're the media manager. Well, I'm that's the, what I just said. I'm the media manager. Yeah, I'm the social media manager. You're not Facebook, very social. Twitter, you're, not very social at all. Not very social when I'm telling people to post their letters to me because <laughs> they're doing that on Facebook. You sound like my old man, post the letter. <laughs> yeah, po- post it. Post your letters because you're having a go at us. No good. But the round one betting specials, you know what? I'm not going to tell you on the podcast. I'm just going to tweet it. So if you don't follow us on uh, Twitter at Behind the Bound, that's unlucky for you. But we'll tweet it before the first game every round. So I made a little... Uh, Little graphic there, and it's out there ready to go. You're getting lazy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Four years on, you think you're this king dick, you're getting lazy, Pez. I'm Look, it's a l- little bit unimpressed with it, Pez, I'll it, be honest. You, you can be, but some people listen just for the specials because all the other betting podcasts that do AFL, they're gone. They're gone, ski. So there's no more of uh, accusations of us. It's because we took them all out. Yeah. So we've got no competition. So why would I even need to do that? Just we're, we're the standalone. We're at the top already. What, are we, what else are we going to do? We're at the top. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the top, let's speak about the team who is predicted to be up there for the for the very first game uh, of the year. They are sitting quite comfortably on top after round uh, round one, game one. We're talking about the Richmond <laughs> versus Carlton game. Uh, as Pez said, we already had this bet. We are recording after. We're not going to talk about the actual game itself and how it played out. We're going to talk about our bets within that game because we don't want to spoil anything for our round. Uh, round recap as we always do for our following week that's it so uh source we posted this on twitter at behind the bound i had richmond uh one to 39 which at in the end was nearly safe the whole game until carlton got within four points with about six seven minutes to go and then uh richmond just went bang 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 win by uh 25 points so very easy one double in a little bit it was paying 210 so i'll stake 20 and uh get back 42 yeah, nice one, Pez. I went with something a little bit different, something that I normally don't uh, dabble in too much, but with the over-unders, and I think this was just too good to be uh, too, too good to resist. Looking back at the the, um, the last couple of years, um, I think it was very obvious that this game was going to hit the overs. Um, the line I went for was 163.5, and that cleared that very easy. You had 25 on it. 2019, the, the game total was uh, about 189. I th- oh, sorry, it was the uh, final total was 181. Last year in 2020, the, the game was 185. Why would the game not be predicted to go over? Like, it, it's crazy to do it. Um, Especially I- with the um, extended game time and things like that. Yep. And it probably could have pumped up more. I had a, a personal bet of a 190 and a half, and it, that missed out by seven, but there were 28 points in that game. All right, expect a lot more scoring. We saw a lot more free-flowing football. Round one, before they've already adjusted, jump on the overs for all the games. Jeez, mate, a lot of entries from the Tigers there. They, so could, have, they could have blown that out. So my one to 39 should probably not have won just watching the game personally for me. But um, that's the only game that has happened. Source. I've also got Richmond in my multi. Did you have Richmond or Carlton no, in your multi? I didn't have either in my multi. No, so we've got that there. <laughs> Still and, alive. <laughs> and we'll continue to go through the rest of the round. Source, we'll head to the Friday night game. We will in the Friday night game. We've got the one of that you know that I'm really looking forward to because it's going to be against, uh, I guess, some sort of rivalry. The way that the papers have been blowing up to, I am of course talking about the Collingwood Magpies playing the Western Bulldogs again at the MCG. Seven fifty start, Pez. If it was a seven fifty tonight, we would have made recording on time. We would have had this out there ready to go. A little bit pushed uh, for luck in that one. Really interesting this one. The, the Collingwood probably started about even now with the news of Steel Sidebottom out. Two dollars ten. They've gone out to the outsiders. Dollar seventy seven for the doggies. You can get the line at minus three and a half, and the total game points one sixty five. And I'm only saying that, Piers, because you've got to be all over these tonight, this week. Jump all over the overs before the line adjusts. You're calling it early. Calling it early. You're ready to go. When will the line adjust? Will it adjust mid round or after the round? I think it'll depend what happens tomorrow. Um, and then, and then punters the, will the, jump the Melbourne Fremantle game is where it'll adjust because the Melbourne Fremantle game is quite low, and they are a defensive team versus a team that doesn't score a lot. So if they go over that 163, look for the other games to jump up uh, rapidly. So, but you would say Collingwood and Bulldogs probably high scoring teams, high possession teams that probably would go over. So um, I'm interested to see where your bet goes. What I've done is um, I've head over, headed over to Betfair and I've uh, backed the Bulldogs at minus three and a half. I love that low line. I think the Bulldogs can get it done this year. You remember back to last year's source in round one where Bulldogs were hot favourites. They were ready for top four. I backed Collingwood in last year 
and my confidence has swung in a year. Everyone's going, remember what Collingwood did last year? Remember what they did last year? I'm very confident in this. I've, I'm backing the Bulldogs at the line, and I love this bet. So I've gone the max 50. At minus three and a half? Minus three and a half. Yeah, I, I originally um, – see, I love that bet because originally in the week when the, the lines first came out, it, as I said, it was even money, dollar ninety each way. Uh, and I originally put just a small wager on the doggies to win. But after uh, doing a little bit more research, you've already heard me flog it off, pairs All over the overs this week – I've gone the overs again for this one. As you said, two high-scoring teams. The doggies can absolutely flood it in. They're going to get a lot of the pill. They're going to get a lot of inside 50s. 165.5 for me is super low considering that we had, uh, you know, a top-of-the-sort-of-table team and a, and a, a team tonight vying for the eight, and they, they pumped it over about 180. So I think that's a, an easy, slim picking. So $1.88, bucks on that one. Piece. There you go, another 25 ready to win. Now, we're going off one game here, Sauce, but I... I do think you've, you've got to talk about it, the fatigue factor that sets in in that last quarter where Richmond were just able to get centre clearance after centre clearance and go forward, go forward, go forward. Um, that If that is a trend and it happens, then the game total is just going to sail over the, the 160 mark in each game. Yeah, most definitely. And I think um, it'll be interesting to see, like, Richmond, Carlton, Collingwood and Western Bulldogs aren't really defensive-minded teams. I mean, Collingwood can be, but they're still quite an aggressive sort of attacking team. It'll be really interesting to see that Melbourne-Fremantle game uh, about how how that uh, you know the the line sort of plays in terms of running running around and that fatigue factor. Um, I'd be interested to see how it goes tomorrow night actually a little bit because Collingwood are a defensive minded team, but as I said, they do really aggressively play through it, so the fatigue doesn't uh, jump in as much. But interested to see how it pans out because the trend has been already one game yeah. <laughs> that the you know fast starting. It takes a little bit to get going because they have that intensity. So you take that first five minutes off where it's just the playing, playing fumbly. back to football, well, fumbly, a little bit dewy as you would be calling if it was playing in Brisbane. And then they got into the swing of things. And, and look, the man on the mark rule and uh, this uh, extended, what is it, I guess, uh, kick-in spot area really opens the game up and it is very costly. Hence why so many inside 50s on um, and Richmond's bath. Going to be a different game source this year, I reckon, just watching that first one. That's what I said, mate. That's why you're going to be all over the overs. All right, let's stay at the MCG for our Saturday time slot, 1.45. Uh, we spoke about on the other podcast about the free-flowing aspect of this, that you can watch all three games on the Saturday. So grab a grab a, a packet of the, the very – packet? Get a, get a slab of the very best. Sit by your couch and uh, enjoy some of these. And starting off with the entree, Melbourne versus Fremantle. Um, the total points for this one is over 163.5, and the odds are – Melbourne $1.50 and Fremantle two fifty nine. So uh, we've got a line of 12.5 as well, which we did speak about on our end-to-end. But I've got no bet in this game, but I'm going to wait for the teams to come out. But if I was going to bet, I'd either go a Fremantle 12.5 or I'd be looking in the big win, little win market because I wouldn't be confident at going $1.50 at Melbourne head-to-head. Uh, I wouldn't think Melbourne would blow the team out by 40. So I'd be going Melbourne one thirty nine at that two ten mark to try and get some more value there. Yeah, most definitely, and and I would be uh, looking around the same sort of thing. Uh, the one fifty for me is uh, too short for for how uncertain this game could be. Fremantle are a very defensive sort of team, um, and Melbourne are you know one of the teams that that get the ball. They, I think they were second or third last year in inside fifty, so they get the ball in there a lot. Fremantle being a defensive minded team, it'll be interesting to see how they correct that. Last week against the doggies, Melbourne weren't great in doing that, but you already know where my bet is, Pez. I'm, I'm keeping the trend alive. Oh, he's going over. 25 on the overs, 163.5. Again, that is too low for a, for a game like this. Melbourne can pile it on, and Freeman, whilst being a defensive-minded team, 
that's super low, I think. And you know what? I'm going three for three, and uh, then I won't touch the lines again. <laughs> what I will say, most dangerous one yet for the lines, but you're, you're liking the 163. I am liking those ones. All right, speaking about teams I like, I love this next game, uh, mainly because it's <laughs> my Geelong <laughs> Cats. Uh, not too much about the football in this one. Uh, 4.30 start at Adelaide Oval. Adelaide Crows playing the Geelong Cats. The lo- odds for this one, $1.25. The Cats are clear favourites. $4 outsiders, Adelaide. The line has creeped out a little bit further. So it started at 21.5. It's now at 25.5. And, and the overs are 173.5. So they might have already made that adjustment there. That's a quite a big line there. That's a big line for... And Adelaide team being involved as well. Yeah, most definitely. But then again, you know, Geelong do have the potential to uh, to really pile it on. And uh, that's that's sort of what I've been doing, Pez. Cheeky. <laughs> Gone a little bit cheeky. Why wouldn't I start things off with my Geelong cats? You know I don't like betting on my uh, Geelong cats, Pez. Uh, no, that's why you take the opportunity. That's why to you go take the, the opportunity there. with the cheeky. So I've gone, um, and it, I say it's a cheeky, but it's not really a cheeky. It's a $5 one, and I've just put the line out to uh, $5 odds. Where do you think the line would be sitting, Pez? Oh, geez, at $5 odds, uh, 64.5. Yes, that's exactly what I thought too. It's uh, 58.5, so I don't mind that yeah, one not at all. Bad, not bad. So $5, 58.5. Hopefully the cats can get that done. Uh, and if they do win by 60 points, I'm interested to see if that 173 gets challenged. Once, yeah, 173 very is very high. Because if Geelong go out to a big lead like your um, predicting source um, with the old bodies and stuff, do they just shut up shop a little bit, kick the ball around, waste some time? But no, I think I think this has to be a statement game for the Cats. You know, they've got this lot of talk over the, the preseason that it needs to be a premiership or bust. They've got their new forward in there. Um, they, I don't know how Adelaide's going to deal with the, the tall timbers back then. They're not a defensive team at all. What did I say during the, the footy? We were talking about um, Geelong's forward line, Hawkins and Cameron. And I said, has anyone ever kicked over 200 goals? Maybe Jeremy. Cameron's the one because Tom Hawkins. Yeah. What is he? Number one in goal assist. No. Most unselfish <laughs> footballer going around. You tried to tell me tonight that it was Dustin Martin. but well, what we can say about Dustin Martin, he's the best <sighs> AFL player going around. Was tonight not a three-voter game? Well, uh, we, you know, give him we, four. You know, we should write this down for, for when we do our Brownlow special. The three votes, get that in the bag right now. That is yep. a guaranteed dollar easy. four. Everyone knows that. And um, who, who else would get the votes in that? No, nah, let's not talk about that. We'll do that next week. Your man, your man, probably Bolt Bolter. He probably would have got to mention. Oh, Bolter's not going to get the votes, though. The defender, he played well. Um, Bolton, Shea Bolton in yeah, the middle. I would probably, yeah, you're right. Defenders don't get it. Probably Bolton would be the second. And the third one, probably, probably Walsh. Get, nah, probably one. Walsh. There we go. All Australian form. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Looking good. We, we, took, we umpires now. We're doing the Brownlow count. <laughs> well, someone, needs to do, someone needs to do something. Uh, the umpires were pretty good tonight. Oh, a couple of blues, couple of blues, but we'll, oh, yeah. nice pun. All right, let's get into the next one. So, no bet for you for that one, Pez. I'm gathering. No, no, no. Waiting no, for the teams. No. Waiting for some nice sneaky little uh, player props, mate. I know. You're, I always wait. Do you know what it was? Mitch Duncan's out, so you can't bet on your man, Mitch Duncan. Yeah. All right, let's get into the Saturday night game. Very excited for this one. Uh, Marvel Stadium, 7.25 start. Essendon playing Hawthorne. This one has been a topsy-turvy sort of game. The odds have fluctuated both ways. Now we've got Hawthorne at $1.84 favourites, the line being 2 dollars Essendon outsiders at $2. The line, again, very high at dollar, uh, sorry, one seventy and a half. So it might have already adjusted, Pez. But uh, I, I don't. I can't see it. One seventy and a half is a huge line for a two teams at, who are at Marvel though, not at the MCG. Yeah, but it's been the two teams have been touted to be outside the eight. You know, some people have them in the, the bottom four. Some people I saw have uh, Essendon playing the, the wooden spoon. Um, so one seventy and a half is a lot from uh, two teams that aren't expected to do too well this year. It'll also depend on you know how you rate their defenses and things like that, and if they're going to be able to kick a big score with no stringer up forward for Essendon, no Patton down the other end or Wingard. It's yeah, it's kind of hard to see. Um, 
I'm going to be boring as and say I've got no bet again. I'm going to wait closer to the game and have a look at that line. If that Hawthorne line stays anywhere down minus two and a half and lower and I see the teams and I like it, I'll, I'll probably jump on that because it's a toss of the coin game, a little bit of a pick em and uh, yeah, the Hawks at the line possibly. Yeah, I think it's really tough with pick'ems when they, when they are and you're uncertain about both teams, not only with the list but also the performance. And, you know, Essendon's list really hasn't changed and, and they believe where their list is at the moment that, you know, they've they've topped up a little bit in some, some young talent and some older talent and they think that they're, they're in the right spot to be competing. I just don't see it. Hawthorne, they're on the main of the rebuild but they don't really ever rebuild. For me, a pick'em with two uncertain teams, I'm going to steer clear from that one, Pez. Yeah, no, smart move, smart move. Oh, thanks, mate. Same well, as me. Six game in and I finally <laughs> get a smart move. Cheers, bud. All right, the, uh, the other Twilight game, the other nighttime game at the Gabba, 145. The Brisbane Lions take on the Sydney Swans. Uh, the line for this one is 24.5, obviously in favour of the $1.21 favourited Brisbane Lions. 4.45, the Outsiders in Sydney. The line for this one, I am actually shocked. It must be going in raining there. What would you say the line is for this one? I've really had a look. The line? Yeah. I've got a bet on it. Oh, they're 24.5. No, 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 sorry, it was the overs. Oh, the so. overs. Um, because you said that, uh, around 152. 150 and a half. It must be, must be pouring with rain or something there. But uh, if, it, if the weather's looking good, mate, jump all over that one. But you would expect that. At, uh, at a night time. Night Brisbane, time, yeah. Dewey. But I think that that's still very reasonable for... I think Brisbane could possibly get that on their own. <laughs> get that on their own. And that's, that's really good for my bet source because what I've done is I really love the uh, Brisbane minus 24 and a half. And I've got Sydney as my loser pick in the loser comp source. Who, oh, spoiler, uh, spoiler. No one picked Richmond to lose. No. So, you know, everyone's still got there a would life. There would have been some nervous people uh, about three quarter time or even that last quarter. I think there was about 11 that picked yeah. uh, picked up the Blues and uh, they're very happy because they can now watch the rest of the round and go like, I'm on to round two with my lives intact. But I've just chucked in a same game multi-source, no specials or anything. Uh, Brisbane minus 24 and a half at the line. Uh, then I've gone the half-time line. I think Brisbane will be up by two goals or more, so minus 11.5 there. And Brisbane to be the quarter-time leader, it takes it up to $2.60 instead of the $1.90 you get with just the line. So if they're going to cover that 24.5, I'd imagine they'd be up at quarter-time and up by about 12 at half-time. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, just be mindful, punters, on that one. It does look like it is going to be hot and rainy. There is a 91% chance of rain. It looks like it is thunderstorms as well, so... Just be mindful when you are looking at some of those bets and looking at some of those big lines that you do have a look at the market and, and ask the questions when they are so low, low, low and you know you look into, well, why is it 150 for one of the highest scoring teams in the league? So be a little bit worried about that one, Pez, in terms of the 24.5. We know that it can get very sloppy there. But in saying that, uh, I'm going to go totally opposite because I believe that Brisbane can uh, get the job done. 24.5 is, is a decent sort of line and even with the wet weather, they should be able to do that. In saying that, Pez, still going to steer clear. Oh, still going to steer clear. Well, my bet was the max bet. And uh, just a little bit of a comment. We haven't posted the whole bet slip out no. on Twitter yet. But um, I've gone with the uh, uh, media manager, gone with the old Sydney Swans logo. Oh, I like the new one. Get the new one in there. Don't be lazy. There's just, 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 <laughs> sheer, just sheer laziness. That's all it is, Pez. And, and you know what? If you hadn't even bought it up, I wouldn't have known because all I do is check the bank balance and see the money coming. <laughs> I don't check the, ba- the bed slip, but <laughs> Pez, you're just being lazy. Get onto it, all right? Look, it's copy- one copyright job. issues. That's all the you've new got is one job. Copyright issues in 2021 of the new logo. I don't know how I'm going to get past that. Mate, you were using the old, what was it? The the old Brisbane one for a long time. The old, uh, <laughs> the old well, it was basically Fitzroy's logo for, for a long yeah, period of time. Get around it. Get around it. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, speaking of getting around it, this is one of the, the absolute favourites of the pod. North supporters, 
get ready to have a great understanding of hearing your team right now. Pez loves talking about North Melbourne. We've got the one ten traditional time slot for North Melbourne. Marvel Stadium versus Port Adelaide. Uh, the line for this one has reached out to 31.5, probably the biggest line of the, the round. Uh, in saying that, the outsiders obviously are North Melbourne, five ten dollars seventeen for Port Adelaide. And the line uh, total over under for this one is 175.5. Just had a look at that, 175.5. That's huge. Um, especially for North who aren't going to score too much. So they're saying the power are going to kick 120 uh, to get up there. But um, I think they probably can do that. I yeah. think the, I'd have to take the power at the line with uh, North's list and, and how they're travelling at the moment. Even North playing at home. Uh, there won't be too many people in there. If you if you want to go to the footy and you missed out on the sellouts of the first three at the MCG, <laughs> you can get along to this one. Plenty of tickets left. So uh, get along and watch the power. Pez, Pez doesn't actually know that. It's probably sold out like all the other games across the game round. Uh, Pez has just been a bit of a flog. No, you can, you can still get to that game if you want. <laughs> Of course you could. It's it's North, mate, of course. Um, I am steering clear of this at the moment. Possibly um, a, a play on the power at the 40-plus later on uh, when I see the teams. Yeah, I think that's a, a decent sort of play, as well as North Melbourne have sort of demonstrated some glimpses during the preseason. They looked uh, good in spurts uh, against Hawthorne, just to prove that we did actually watch the, the preseason games. Um but North Melbourne just aren't going to be able to compete with Port Adelaide's list. They're going into this game with extra confidence, and I think the low crowd obviously will help Port Adelaide as well because they were so dominant during uh, COVID with no play- uh, no players, with no um, no spectators. <laughs> I actually really like the line at 30.5. I expected this to be a little bit higher, but it is round one, uh, and it is a little bit risky taking the biggest line of the rounds, but uh, I, I don't mind it. And as you said, North Melbourne aren't much chop. They're not going to win many games and I believe Port have the potential to go all the way. So what did you get it at? You got it at I got it at 30 and a half. So minus yeah. 30 and a half, and I put 25 on so it. So it's 31 at the moment. You got it for 30 and a half a bit earlier, mm-hmm. um, and you'll take that. So if you want to jump on there, you're going to have to give up an extra point if you want to follow along with Sources Bet. But uh, I, I think the power can get up 40 plus anyway. Yeah, I think I think that's a good bet. And I still I still be, I still can't believe it hasn't come out um, further out. I thought it would have probably hit the thirty five and a half. That's where I half. think it's going to probably end thirty five and a half. Yeah, it'll, it'll look it'll be interesting once the teams are properly announced and we see who um, Port Adelaide are going to fit on the field. But realistically, I can't see even Port Adelaide's worst side. I couldn't imagine that line changing much and from where it is. Twenty minute quarters. Yeah, instead of sixteen from last year, dangerous for North this very, year. Very very dangerous, especially especially when like you know you think of how how quickly and how many you know arsenals they've got. Port Adelaide in terms of scoring uh, they've got a decent sort of midfield Boak was amazing last year can he keep that form going as a 33 year old I'm not sure but even still as I said even on his worst day he's still going to get 20 touches and get the ball down there for I want to see the bow and arrow come out okay <laughs> <laughs> it came out in the prelim yeah I know but, but we were talking about Boak and he just got on the older yep oh, uh, that's all that's all I'm thinking about how many times is he going to do it six well it was very successful he wouldn't have done it for Clarko I'll tell you that much yeah I wouldn't have done it for Clarko. All right, the uh, Sunday t- prime time slot at 3.20, Giants Stadium, GWS Giants, playing your Saints, Pez. This one definitely has a topsy-turvy uh, end. At the start of the week, you could have got the Giants as the outsiders at $2 and the Saints at $1.80, but now it has totally switched around with a couple of key injuries. Eight starters 
eight walk-up starts that you would have in uh, St Kilda's best 22 are not playing You're in this game. You're not counting Jaron Geary. 228 as the outsiders, 163 for the Giants. The line has absolutely swapped over. It is now minus 7.5 going towards the favour of the Giants and the over-unders for this game is 158.5. Oh, you buy that little smile, you are including Geary in that eight, so take that down to seven and there's probably one more player in there, take that down to six. <laughs> but um, the Giants, Lockie Whitfield, Massive. You've got um, Zach Williams, who's gone to Carlton off the halfback. Those two boarded off the halfback line. Heath Shaw is not there anymore. Uh, I don't know how they're going to run it out of their source. And right, Pez, you've got no bet on this game. Stop talking. I've got a bet. Do you? Oh. Cheeky. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both bet on our side. Because yeah. uh, it's not much risk. A little uh, $10 cheeky there. Um, Just I'll, for our new listeners, explain the cheeky because we were trying to explain it to someone before and it's it's, it's got to be a $5 odds or more because it's one of those things that when you're looking at it, you're like, Oh, that's a bit rich. It's good odds at five dollars, but it's one of those things. that's most likely going to win, but you could sort of talk your mates into it. Go, yeah, most mate. likely going to lose. Most likely, gonna yeah, lose. you there. But we, the reason we do it is because we just want to be a bit cheeky sometimes with a little bit of an excuse and a little bit of a a, a freebie to do that. So I've gone a four leg same game multi source. I've gone Jack Steele to get twenty plus disposals. I've gone Hunter Clark. Surely you got to play him in the midfield. I spoke about this in one of our episodes last year, and then uh, Ratton didn't play him in the midfield the next week when I when we had lots of injuries, and he only got his seventeen disposals. But I've got him to get twenty. Dan Butler, Dan the man. You can get two goals uh, on Sunday. And then St Kilda, head-to-head at that uh, 228 by themselves. That gets me out to $9. And I'll, I'll chuck that cheeky 10 on that. Yeah, I think this one's a really difficult game. For me, any time there is such a movement in the market when one or two players go down... I think that's really concerning to show how how evenly matched the teams actually are and how much the, the, the bookies actually are unsure with. Not sure how the Giants are going to perform. They need to have a massive season. There's a lot of pressure on the Giants. St Kilda now with these injuries, you know, there's a lot of pressure on them, but with all these injuries, they sort of get an excuse, and that's where St Kilda like to play. They're back to the wall, nothing to lose attitude. So for me, I'm steering clear because it just is a little bit too unpredictable for, for my sake. Yeah, it's hard without the without the ruckman for both sides as well. If if Paddy Ryder was playing and you're still missing yeah. all the others, I'd go the Saints pretty easily, and I think the market would switch as well. But uh, we head to the final game on the Sunday. Yeah, we do. We head over to our favourite stadium, uh, the six ten via Melbourne time, so probably about an eight ten time slot over in uh, SBS Stadium. West Coast Eagles playing the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, this one has not changed much in the weekend. I, I'm really surprised on this for opposite reasons to the North Melbourne game. West Coast, $1.21 favourites. Gold Coast Outsiders at four forty-five. The line has stayed the same since Monday. Minus 27.5. Really surprised about that one. The over-under is 175.5. Pez, yeah. what are you doing with this one? Interesting. I, I looked at it um, early this afternoon. It went out to 28.5 and now it's back it's into back, 27. Um, I've got a no bet because it's a Sunday twilight and uh, the trend will be over the season. I probably won't bet on the Sunday twilight game when we record this pod, but I will probably be jumping on the Suns at the plus here. The plus is just is just too much. Um, I don't know how West Coast are going to go uh, coming out, but I think the Gold Coast have a lot to play for this year. I've tipped them to make the finals um, and got copped a bit of slack about it on uh, on our socials, but uh, we'll, we'll see about that. And... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd go the plus. No bet at the moment, Sauce. Yeah, I, I, I really love the line in this one. I actually messaged you when I saw this at the start of the week, Pez, and I said, you cannot believe what the line is for this game. With all the injuries to West Coast and you know the uncertain finish that they had to last year, Gold Coast looked amazing for three quarters against Brisbane. Uh, they looked good at the, you know, the early starts of the year. And as I said, we know what Gold Coast do at the start of the season. They win games. 
Is there been any situation actually playing West Coast last year in round one? At, with me in saying that it was in Brisbane, or it might have been at the Gold Coast actually, it was before we hit COVID. But uh, I've jumped all over the line. I've put 25 at 27 and a half pairs. Um, love that bet. Yeah, and f- fair enough. So that takes us through our nine games in our bet slip source. But we've got 10 spots in our bet slip. You don't want to go on an odd number. So we've always got a little multi to go on. Yep, so a little multi. Normally I would be trying to find in some sort of market that has one of the specials with one leg failing and uh, getting get to, but I, I was un- uninformed. For oh, you didn't hear I, it? I, I didn't hear the specials, Pez, because... You didn't look at our Twitter? No, I was too busy uh, putting together our loser competition, actually doing some work for this podcast, so <laughs> I was unable to, You've to jump You've got to get on, on at Behind the Bound Source before the first game. It'll be out there, the specials. All right, so I <laughs> stuck with sports bets uh, for my multi. I've gone just a four-leg. I like the four-leg multi, and I've done the power player to build it up to 323. I've just gone four favourites, the Doggies, the Cats, the Lions, and Port Adelaide. Oh, Doggies? Cats? Lions, Port Adelaide. Yep. I love that because I've gone a five-legger. And Chuck Richmond in there. First one's <laughs> Richmond. I've gone the Cats head-to-head, Lions head-to-head, Power head-to-head. But I've gone the line that I really like, which is the Bulldogs minus three and a half in there. I've put 25 on it. It gets me odds at $4.30. So uh, uh, a little multi. Don't don't love the odds of the multis and, and, and doing multis all the time, Sauce. But you put a little one in there for the pod and uh, – Let's hope everything. Yeah, multis through. can be really frustrating if there's no special. Like I think you know, if there was no special, I don't think I would actually be doing one uh, for this because the podcast we, we require a multi because we know that it is a popular market. But just really be really mindful with multis. People got try and load up on these massive unrealistic multis because it gives you mate, big odds, but you're more likely not going to win. So that's why they make it so juicy odds. Find what we're doing. Find some value. Put more money on it. Start rather small. Than do, yeah. yeah, start small, build up, build up slowly at a at a dollar ninety or a two dollar ten mm-hmm. or something like that, and don't go for the, you know, fifty dollars. That's what it is. It's a hail mary. And we've done hail marys before. We are the cheeky pump podcast. We go a little bit cheeky sometimes, but um, you know, betting companies and betting agencies they want you to multi things up 100%. because they get more profit out of that. Yeah, that that was really interesting when you told me that. Piers, do you want to do you want to go through that briefly? Oh, I can explain it. So. Um, Usually, if two teams, there's a line, say, um, for the West Coast game, 27.5, both sides would be a $2 odds. But on Sportsbet, you get $1.90 for both sides. So they've got an extra $0.10 for both sides, whatever they bet on. So they've already taken their commission. They've taken their margin off that. And then if you multiply that with another line, another $1.90, their margin actually multiplies even further. So uh, they actually, that's why they do the promotion source with the one leg fails Mm -hmm. and you keep going. because they actually want you to multi up all these things. Bet365 have the 12-leg multi and you keep getting 65% discount. There's a reason why they do it. They're always going to always going to win and, be, and beat the punters. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, steer clear of multis and we've just gone through two of our multis. Steer, steer clear of multis unless there's like some sort of special. And as we said, it's not something that we would normally do, but it is something that we do for the pod. You know, we, we obviously, uh, it does go towards our profit margin at the end of the year. Same with our cheeky. We're accountable for our actions and we understand that they do does put a risk to our profit margin, but we believe in the rest of our system. So, you know... The multi's out there for the fans. Multi's out there, but you know you can Podcast be podcast pro- for the people, Piz. In the, in the season, you can be profitable from oh, from course. multis. You can be profitable from the cheeky as well. So, um, you you throw them out there and you go, you know, cheeky's most likely going to lose. But if I win one or two of them for the season, it's it's probably going to yeah. cover me. 
um, you wouldn't think like that if you if you're betting with your own money and, and doing things like that. So yeah. lucky we've well, got all the money coming from the, the, the sponsors of our Amazon Prime, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Prime in the in Amazon the Prime. Uh, make sure you get on there and watch the documentary there for the AFL. It is absolutely fantastic. Well, that's if, a fourth plug there, Piers. And, and that's it. The Amazon Prime better get on board. But here we go. Before <laughs> 11 p.m. on on the Thursday night, yes. source because of the 7:25 start. Great to have uh, that one green tick on both our bet slips so far. Let's hope there's plenty more and we get in the profit starting off early. I've been. Peace out. I'm still sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys.